Hi, Miriam. Good evening. Hi, Sandhya. How are you? I'm doing well. You're looking smart. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so uh, since, since we are going to talk about personal style, I thought, you know, the kind of questions that an image consultant gets asked and answered, I thought I might as well go all out and, and get dressed. So yeah, I guess. Thank you so much. So, uh, so today I have with me Miriam Korula, uh, whom I've known for the last four years. And I happened to meet her by chance uh, at an event. And uh, I had her visiting card and, I be, and I, it was with me for over two years. I meant to speak to her, but it was nearly two years uh, after which I searched for a visiting card and called her. And, you know, uh, I thought that there was great synergy between what she does and what I do. And we created this program uh, called Design and Leadership Presence. And we have been conducting this program uh, for the last one year and we've had eight batches. I thought, why not get Miriam? Uh, and ask her about uh, personal styling and how to style yourself. Because in my opinion, nowadays, it's uh, not enough if one has domain expertise or technical expertise, right? Or great communication skills. One also needs to be uh, presentable. One needs executive presence and uh, appearance and dressing and grooming are a big part of it. So Miriam, happy to be, happy to have you here. Ciao, Sandhya. Well, ple pleasure. My pleasure as well. Yes. So let me ask the three questions. So Miriam, I did a survey um, because I want to keep these uh, interview capsules really small because I believe people don't have that much time these days. People want to log into a video and listen to something for 15 minutes or 10 minutes and get the gist of what's important for them and go away. So keeping that in mind, I have the top three questions which a lot of people have asked. The first question is, how can an image consultant help me create a good impression? Okay, interesting question. In fact, uh, I think it's a it's a common question. Or in fact, even image consultants talk a lot about impressions, right? So it is something that's close to what uh, we do as um, as our niche or as our expertise. See what what you what what is commonly spoken about when it comes to impressions are first impressions. Right, you will find dime a dozen um, articles online which talks about how important it is for you to set the right impressions whenever you are in a situation where you need to um, showcase your best self as a first impression. And they say, you know, there are so many quotes with re uh, with regard to that. First impression is a lasting impression, and first impression cannot be changed, and all of that. So I think in addition to that, it's important to talk that not every day that you go out there and uh, make first impressions. What you also um, make is something called an ongoing impression management. And it's important for people to realize that it's, it's not enough that you wear your best outfits, polish your shoe, be your most presentable self when you go for that interview. Even when you are working within the organization, it's important to have that consistent image. See, through that image, we are showcasing certain, I would say, qualities about ourselves. And uh, it's important to, to realize that and keep nurturing that. And uh, that's the whole idea of impression management. Like uh, I was talking to you the other day and I was mentioning, right? It's quite possible that when we go out for an event, for example, and we meet uh, a few uh, women who have come really well-dressed, right? Five minutes later, in all likelihood, we might forget 
uh, what they said as a, you know, what, what the topic was, or maybe even their names. But we will for sure remember something that we liked. That person was wearing a, a neck piece or a ring or an earring or the color of their garment or their perfume, right? It's quite possible that we remember things like this about them, but um, it's quite possible we don't remember the things that were said to each other. So while a large part, see when you prepare for a presentation in all likelihood, you're preparing for uh, what you need to say. Right, but you also need to realize that your presentation, you are the presentation as well, right? And an image is a, a large, the imagery, the visual image that you carry with you when you are speaking, when you are uh, displaying your competence is as important as you preparing um, intellectually for that, that occasion, right? And an image consultant can help you um, bring it all together where it, it shows the consistence, uh, consistency in, in what you're saying, as well as that competence comes through in your appearance as well. So that is how an image consultant can help you make great impressions. Great. All right, thank you so much for that. The second question, Miriam, is how can someone look more impactful during a virtual session? So now for the last one year during lockdown, uh, most of us are working from home and almost everything is now in the virtual format. So yeah. people think that, uh, you know, in a Zoom meeting, you don't have to be great, well-dressed, like how you would actually dress up and go to an office. So as an image consultant, how can someone, uh, we'd like to know your answer to how can someone look more impactful during a virtual session? Yeah, great question, Sandhya. And it's, I think, so relevant as well um, that people need to understand that we have been working out of homes for the last close to two years now. It's no longer a new thing. It is no longer okay to say I am unprepared for my, for that session, right? Mm -hmm. It's high time that uh, we realize that, you know, we, we need to be ready for those meetings. There is no, I mean, it's like somebody walks into the office for a meeting and say, give you 10 excuses why he or she is not ready for to show, show you uh, that person and just hides behind a screen and talks, right? Uh, I, I think we need to move out of those mold. Uh, in fact, I had recently done a post on LinkedIn, I think, where I was talking about, are you still not okay with turning on your video? And what are the basics you need uh, to ensure that you look, you look like you have come prepared for that meeting? And I, I feel that if you turn on your camera for meetings, see, I think organizations will give you the leeway if it is a town hall, for example, or a large meeting, and you, you might not need to turn on your video. But for smaller meetings, I think people have started insisting that you turn on your videos and, and be ready for those meetings. And it's a, it's a question of mentally also being ready for that meeting. So a um, couple of things that you can definitely uh, keep in mind is to have a space dedicated for these calls, right? And ensure that uh, you don't have unwanted background uh, behind you when you are speaking, which can be very distracting, right? And you don't need to invest in a lot of, um, I, I would say that you definitely need to uh, have the, these in place where you, you can move, or move your hands freely. And for that, you need something like a selfie stick or a, a, a what's that called? Sandhya, where you keep the phone on a stand. Yeah, anyway, so I, stand. 
a phone stand yeah <laughs> you have to have a phone stand ready and in my case uh, i actually keep a, a mug ready with me at home i don't have i haven't gone and bought something for that and i keep a mug ready where i can keep my phone and i have my hands free right uh, so that that's all that is required you have to ensure that the audio is good right there are no glitches uh, when it comes to audio but at least these are the things that you definitely have to be uh, prepared with and ready and and be ready as in get ready like you would get ready for a meeting in the office and okay. show up okay yeah. all right other thing so you're saying apart from the dress we need to be cognizant of the background as well so that it's absolutely. more presentable absolutely. and it shows you in good light absolutely but there are a lot of backgrounds that zoom has and teams has and things like that maybe you no, could use no. them also right yeah so see the problem with that is unless you have a green screen or unless you have a a blank screen behind you when you turn on your backgrounds half of you get eaten the minute you are moving yeah right I've your hands hands are are blending into the background half your face is blending in half your hair is blending and i find that so distracting it would be 10 times i would i feel that it would be 10 times more impactful if you just have a plain background behind you and you don't need to really jazz up the place even if you have just a plain background behind you that itself goes a long way uh, to look more professional and more ready for these sessions then so you're saying for every meeting one needs to spend some time to dress well because they are creating an impression right absolutely even if it is virtual yes good so the third question miriam is uh, uh, i'm hearing this term for the first time capsule wardrobe i was not okay. aware of this so how can okay. i start a capsule wardrobe is a question that a lot of people have asked so uh, see capsule wardrobe is a term that you would come across of late uh, more often than before for the simple reason that people are all more conscious about sustainability sustainable fashion um a a fashion that's that's not leaving a lot of uh, bad carbon footprint on 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 our earth right so how can you not see why do we shop so much it's because we want to create new looks right we get bored of wearing the same clothes the same way and uh, we want that you know there is a an element of excitement the minute you wear something new or a look that is new and that is why capsule wardrobe is actually uh, a term that you would come across in a lot of circles now uh, mm -hmm. capsule wardrobe would allow you to do that the whole idea of capsule wardrobe is you have limited number of clothes but the combinations you make out of those limited um, set the initial set is many like for example you might have three tops uh, two trousers one skirt one jacket and two footwear right and uh, ideally speaking you uh, you if you are just to pair, pair them up you can wear them only in maybe three looks right you are limiting yourself to three looks three tops i said two trousers and one skirt so ideally speaking you are limiting yourself to three looks right but uh, a capsule wardrobe is something that uh, would allow you to make 12 looks out of that some some cases 24 depending on what are the smaller items you start adding on to your capsule wardrobe which could be um, uh, some uh, an accessory which could be a handbag which could be a different kind of shoes a scarf right it, 
it could be a smaller item that gets added to your capsule wardrobe and which increases the number of looks that you can do with these pieces so what what i'm trying to say is um you know i i i was sharing this is a top that i love right and it's it's not something that you will notice this top because it's got an added element of drama that is happening with the sleeves right it's got a a, a sleeve that is very different uh, from the usual tops so this uh, piece in a capsule wardrobe will make it difficult to give a lot of new looks because stand alone this top is very um, uh, i would say very unique so the more number of basic pieces you have in your capsule wardrobe the more number of looks or new looks and unique looks you can create out of your wardrobe so one thing you can definitely keep in mind is don't go for those trendy pieces don't go for uh, pieces which are you know uh, very vibrant in color or very unique in style because that kind of limits your uh, number of options that you have uh, or you can uh, make out of your uh, wardrobe so capsule wardrobe ideally is um, a wardrobe that is filled with basic types of clothes um, which can be paired up and mixed and matched uh, in a lot of different ways so great that, capsule wardrobe great. so it, it means that i restrict myself to just three four different looks when i say sandhya is going for a formal event it's quite the opposite sandhya see for what happens is for example a particular top so i am wearing um, since i bought this i top i think i am wearing it for the fourth time maybe right and all the four times i have actually paired it with a different lower garment okay right once it was extremely casual with a denim skirt with which has got a big slit that was also a standalone piece by itself another time i had paired it with a black and white skirt right um a circle skirt a black and white skirt which um which actually so the first look i said is a casual look right the second look uh, is a very classic look right um, it talks it makes me look very classic in in color combinations as well third time i wore uh, it i wore it with a, a black uh, trouser right and um, and and uh, and even the black pencil skirt i if i wear it with uh, it it looks uh, more i wouldn't say more corporate because there is an element of added style that is very in your face and maybe not really appropriate for a workwear in in the sense of um, at least formal workwear right and today i am actually pairing paired it up with a green trouser that i have where i look i think boho uh, kind of vibe so so ideally i with the same uh, garment i've been able to create different looks and different personality types or personal styles and i know a lot of people who wear the same kurta top the same way for one year mm-hmm. right they match it with the same dupatta they match it with the same legging or uh, uh, a pant and wear it the same way and your the, the chances of you getting bored of that garment or that look quicker uh, can happen quicker if uh, instead uh, if you were to use it multiple number of times like i said right you are getting more wears out of your your garment right so thank you so much uh, that yeah. piece on uh, the capsule wardrobe was very interesting so miriam yeah. you were telling me about your uh, personal styling workshop so tell me something yeah. about it 
Yes, okay. So um, I have designed a personal styling workshop for the longest time. I was doing one-to-one -one consultations and I was doing corporate sessions for uh, groups of women. Now I am trying something new where what I'm looking at is having an open workshop, uh, a small group of not more than four to five women together in one batch where uh, the same one-to-one -one consultation is done uh, in this format. Mm -hmm. And I take them through uh, what is, uh, how can you find your signature personal style? And I feel uh, having sat at home for this long, comfort is going to be a big part of your personal style, even when we decide to step out and even when we, you know, we start going back to work. And personal style or you being, you understanding your personal style is going to help you really uh, uh, I would say a big, make an impactful presence with your appearance if you know your personal style really well. You can choose from casual set of clothes, from comfort clothes, but still showcase your personal style if you know, if you've gone through the modules that I've designed for you to understand your personal style. It could be your body shape, it could be your personal style, or sorry, uh, your personal colors. Uh, it could be how to shop from your wardrobe to create mix and match uh, outfits. Um, which is nothing but, uh, you know, a, a, a flip on, I would say, capsule wardrobe. Um, another module is on something called uh, look the part or style scale. So there are, there are a set of six modules that are prepared for you to understand your, your personal style better. Like if you have, um, there are things that you can look at a garment and understand as your personal style. And how can you start recognizing that using, using different tools and that's what I take people through. Uh, so that uh, instead of saying 80% of your wardrobe is not worn, you would say 80% of the wardrobe is definitely worn. And the 20% could, for all you know, be gifts, right? Uh, right. That, that you have an emotional attachment to when you are not able to give it away, which is fine. But it's not okay if you're not wearing 80% of your wardrobe. And there's a lot of wasted money and, and space. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Wasted uh, money and uh, sustainable fashion is out of the question, right? If you have 80% of your wardrobe not working for you and not being utilized. And you know, it's, it's, a, it's a mental strain as well, right? Every time you go and open your wardrobe, your wardrobe is bursting with clothes, with accessories and all of that. And uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you don't have room for no, new clothes. You look at your wardrobe and you go, I have so many things, but it's so uninspiring because it's not your personal style. And the minute you, you know, so in, in my interactions with you, I know your personal style so well now, right? I can quickly identify if I'm given five things. Uh, I think I can quickly identify at least two pieces that you would definitely like over the other three, right? And it's important, uh, I, I, sh I shouldn't be the one who is guiding you to, through that process, right? You have sat through some of the styling sessions that um, uh, I do with clients and you know how to identify it as well. And I feel that it's important for me to empower the, the women that who come to me to be able to recognize that as well. And that's how this whole program is designed. And I've got a lot of interest. Uh, it, every other woman that I've been speaking to said that, thank you so much. This is definitely the need of the hour. And I would love to be a part of uh, this group. So I'm excited about starting this workshop. And if you have any questions with regard to this, please reach out to me and we'll take it forward from there. Great. Great. So, so Miriam, uh, we've done this program, Design Your Leadership Presence for the last one year, nearly eight batches. 
and uh, everything each one of those participants coming in through referrals which is great we didn't have to spend a single penny on marketing there so can you talk about that program and how it has helped some of our participants Sure, sure. Um, so Design Your Leadership Presence is a program that me and Sandhya run together, uh, again, as an open workshop. Uh, and we've completed a year. Yay! Yeah. It's a big deal for us uh, that, you know, within this um, pandemic, we've been able to create a beautiful, um, I would say, workshop. Uh, we have predominantly run this program for women. But now the, since we, we started getting inquiries from men as well when we were doing our organic posting about the sessions and the topics that we are delving deeper into. And uh, there were a group of women who, uh, sorry, men who were reaching out to us saying that we would like to be a part of uh, this as well. And so we, the last two batches- we Why should actually, men be left behind, right? Yeah, absolutely. Why should men be left behind? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, so uh, we, the last two batches, we actually had men in our, uh, in our batches as well. So uh, we always talk about executive presence or leadership presence having three pillars, right? One is your uh, communication skills, no, uh, no, um, secrets there. Everybody knows that your communication skills are super important when it comes to your um, presence. The second is what uh, we call gravitas or grace under fire, your attitude, your behavior, uh, how you showcase leadership skills through your attitude and behavior. And third uh, is the pillar called appearance, right? And I believe that all these three bubbles are interlinked. One doesn't coexist, I mean, one doesn't exist without um, the other. Right? It is all interlinked. There are there, you will communicate through your appearance. There are some things about uh, yourself that you will communicate through your behavior. There are some things that you are communicating through your behavior. There are some things about your appearance that you are communicating. So all of these are linked together. And we actually, uh, Sandhya and me, I would say, have uh, married our our expertise right in in these in these three pillars itself to bring together a program that is strong, that gives you that holistic uh, approach to developing your leadership presence. And um, that's what we delve uh, deeper into. Sandhya, in fact, I want you also to speak about this program and talk to people about what you love the most about this program or what have been some of the uh, takeaways that our, our participants or clients have mentioned about this. Uh, so I think the best part of this, this program uh, is that uh, Miriam and the reason why we have been able to get participants only through referrals is because uh, we address a lot of common problems, the most common pain points that working professionals have been facing, specifically women and also men, right? Um, so as we know that the corporate world gets very narrow as people start growing in there and people uh, and as people get more and more experienced. Because when you're a starter, your domain expertise is more than enough for you to get your first job or to do your work well. But as you grow up and as you gain years of experience, uh, domain expertise alone and being an individual contributor alone is uh, not sufficient to grow. Uh, and it has been found that it's necessary to have great communication skills and the X factor. We believe that X factor, which has a huge impact on your career growth is leadership Absolutely. presence. And yeah. William, you rightly said that it has three pillars. It's a combination of, it's a combination of your appearance, uh, your communication skills, as well as your uh, your gravitas, which is uh, how much weight. Uh, gravitas yeah. actually means weight. So courage yeah. under fire, or having your 
cool in in uh, stressful situations is is what gravitas can be explained as so mm. no way in no way are we saying that leadership presence is uh, uh, is the most important criteria for success domain expertise is uh, very important management skills are important uh, and people management skills are important even if you are great at all of these things you still need executive presence to reach the next levels and a lot of the participants whom we have uh, had in our programs men as well as women and a lot of people we speak to have told that you know in spite of working very hard in spite of you know achieving their quotas somehow when it comes to getting the promotion and getting to the next level uh, there seems to be some gap between performance and merit and personal growth and with this program we try to bridge the gap right if you can amp up your appearance if you can use your dress your appearance as a resource along with your domain expertise and along with your communication skills and develop the right mindset to you know uh, to learn and grow and perform better then why not so our program design your leadership presence uh, takes you through all the three pillars as we talk about it's a fantastic program and we have testimonials for it so so ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to participate in this program uh design your leadership presence or if you'd like to participate in you know uh, understand your signature personal style which is conducted by miriam please get in touch with either of us and we'll be very happy to share and we do regular introduction sessions uh you could log into any of those introduction sessions to get more in depth details about these programs and we have a batch every other month so if you have uh, if you're late for the current month's batch it's okay we can get in touch with you for the next batch because uh, we believe in having lesser number of people in each batch because that helps us have one on one interactions with each participant and uh, you know that way uh, the participants also get benefit out of it right yeah so so miriam would you like to talk about the 100 day whatsapp support group that we have for these programs and yeah. i think it's a huge plus point compared to any other programs so why don't you talk absolutely. about absolutely absolutely see um we have designed this program like i said uh, uh, across 8 weeks right we conduct these topics um we've designed topics that or modules that um, last for 8 sessions but in addition to that we have a whatsapp group uh, of of that batch where uh, we egg each other on to take up a particular goal right and i truly believe that with um, when you work on your goals with a community with a tribe with a group of people who who wishes you well right uh, it makes uh, the goal 10 times stronger you are more motivated to be on the track of progress so that whatsapp group is actually designed um, not just for communication of you know get ready come for the next session or whatever it's actually a fun group where um, the whole idea is to support each other through that that change that we are making and people have taken up uh, all sorts of goals so we we believe that um, see uh, sandhya um, uh, sandhya's expertise is on getting unstuck when it comes to you know who who you want to be and what is stopping you from reaching there right and it's important for us to realize that it's a habit as well right it's it's a set of patterns that we um we put into our lives that make us uh, achieve those those goals 
and it's important to have that confidence muscle or build that confidence muscle that it's possible we just have to follow the these patterns so even if you are not taking some massive big business turnaround kind of a goal during a session it could be those smaller goals that you you find that you are not able to be on track with you can take one of those and um, and achieve success with that and that kind of teaches your brain to understand that the pattern that you need to follow maybe it i think as steps it's not largely different uh, from what you need to achieve it is that that mindset is remains the same and you will be able to build that mindset by do, doing or dealing with these smaller goals to begin with and having fun with it so you know a lot of people look at goal setting as oh my god i have set this goal for myself and now i don't know what to do and i have to be on track and all of that and our idea is to be the just be the opposite of oh my god right uh, have fun with that goal and set a routine for yourself to be able to achieve that yeah so one of the purposes of having this uh, calling it a 100 day group is that everyone says it's 21 days you form a new habit i would we believe 21 days is way too short and anyway our program is eight sessions and we are together for eight weeks so we thought 100 days is a, a great the or the apt time frame to have a habit and you know practice it on a daily basis and make it your lifestyle right so it could be 20 days of walking or 20 days or say 100 days of uh, walking every day for 40 minutes or 100 days of reading at least 10 pages of a book every day so we believe in uh, consistency rather than intensity right so that's the daily things that you do the daily habits that are going to change your life so to know more about the program uh, please uh, get in touch with us and we will share all the details that you need so anything else miriam i think it's a wrap sandhya i think uh, we we have um, this video is already on i think for about 30 minutes or so right uh, and i think uh, we've come to the wrap uh, of or the fag end of this uh, call what uh, or, or this video uh, what i want uh, you to definitely the audience to definitely do for us is leave a comment for us or leave a question that you have when it comes to developing your leadership presence or when it comes to developing your signature style and we will take up uh, that question and and maybe be able to create more videos around those topics as well all right thank you so much miriam for thank joining so and for your time today yeah.